Hi, and welcome to episode 55 of the Stouting Off podcast. Before we get started, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music and spread the word because we're happy to be here and we want to keep pumping out good content. So just pass along the message from me to you, just simply asking that, okay? Here comes episode 55 of the Stouting Off podcast. Right. Wow, isn't that nice? <laughs> Thought I'd bring a little talent show to the uh, to the show <laughs> nice today. Job. It's not a juggling podcast, but it can but, be. But it could be. But it could be. We're working that. That'd out. be fun. <laughs> Sitting on the wire. That's great. Off to a good start. Welcome to episode fifty-five of the Stouting Off Podcast. I'm your host Drew Stoutenberg, and I'm joined by my other hosts Jordan and Will from Michigan. Hi, boys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Nice to have you here. What's been new? Any any current events you care to share? No, no. It's <laughs> nah, 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 not, not today. Not too much. Past couple of days I've been sleeping on the couch. For well, explain it. Yeah, I was gonna explain say trouble why. in paradise. Or? No, Mon- <laughs> Monica was feeling sick. And I'm going oh. out of town this weekend, and so I just basically said no go. She's good now, but good. It was scary for a second. Sure, <laughs> it wasn't. It was really touch and go there for a little bit. You didn't you know if I had nine one one on speed dial. It was like, really scary. A, there a headache and a cough. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to get sick. So yeah, I slept it, on the couch two it nights wasn't, in a row. It wasn't COVID, right? No, negative. No, no, it was just head cold, like allergies, sinus. <laughs> then why are you scared? <laughs> You're making it sound like it was. A, That's what I'm saying. Like you know, a big a, a second coming of swine flu was sweeping through the house. Or Monica's something. patient X. Well. <laughs> right on the new variant. Yeah. The uh, the gamma variant is that a thing already? I don't know. They use the the Greek uh, characters. Yeah, they like Greek characters. Greek Charlie. Delta? Charlie. Charlie. Not... Alpha. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, that would be like the that would be the like the phonetics for uh, military. Yeah. Oh, I had a buddy who was in the uh, the Marines. Actually, good buddy of mine. He is a coworker. He was he was actually blown up in Iraq. Awarded a Purple Heart by President Obama at the time. And he is one of the most high functioning people I've ever met in my whole life. He was in a coma for something like three weeks. Starting Dang. off on a heavy note here, but he is fine. All motor abilities, all all mental abilities and cerebral abilities. He's a great salesman. But anyway, when we would be at work and I would overhear him talking to customers on the phone and he would be doing the phonetic spelling like D like Delta, F like Foxtrot. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, these are, it's second nature to me because this is how I would communicate over radio. Like right. Alpha Bravo. Uh, I don't know if it's Charlie or what Delta. Yeah. And Crazy. Something, something. Yeah. Wild. Special guy. Shout him out. Um, Greg with two G's at the end. But anyway, I call them three G because there are three G's in the name. But anyway, I um, <laughs> went to Kroger today, guys. All episodes, as you know, start with me going to Kroger mm-hmm. these days. Yep. Yep. We have to we have to cover that because I do go there a couple times a week. And so I went there today and I got a big a big container of the Kroger boneless or uh, uh, buffalo wings. Not boneless. They're buffalo wings slathered in sauce. Threw them in the broiler when I got home. 15 minutes at at 500 degrees. They started to burn. I went to pull them out. Nicked my knuckle on the roof of the oven. Ooh. <laughs> now I've got a little burn right here. <laughs> and uh, frankly, it's all I can think about. It's it's going to interfere with my, with my thinking on the feet. You can already tell I'm a little tongue-tied from it. It hurts. I don't like pain, man. I'm a big As fan. If some people do. I'm a big fan. I mean, to each their own, but is what it is, man. I can't, oh. I've tried to sway your mind on that, but man, whatever. Yeah, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm obstinate. Yep. My my dad one time told me we were working on a bathroom. He, he was actually helping me renovate the bathroom in my house, not this one. But he was like, I think he got a cut or something. He was like, ah, Drew. Pain feels good. 
he said. <laughs> Something a, a Batman villain would say. I know. Yeah. It's like what the Joker would say. <laughs> I know. Pain feels good. Hey, Drew. Pain feels good. You try to hurt me? Well, guess what? Pain feels good. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, no. Uh, I, I kind of get where he's coming from there. It doesn't feel good, but there is something about just being like... Ah, the mental the mental kind of like uh, mm. gymnastics you can do with that. I've pointed up to my dome a lot so far mm. this episode. A lot going know, on up there. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Yeah. Mm. I'm a head case today, man, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, so what else? I um, had a couple things I wanted to actually mention to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Here a sound is. bite, dude. <laughs> you just pressed a key. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. With a deep, a deep, like, um, That was EQ. so good, by the way, that what was, you just that, did. Now, that was an actual sound bite. Yeah. I'm amazed. <laughs> I look over. He's got a keyboard over there with sound effects. <laughs> a modulator. A donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Cowbells. I don't know if I told you guys this. Speaking of Kroger, but with all the sushi that I get from there, I was talking with a colleague about that, and he said, my friend is a food safety inspector. And he said that there is one place that is notoriously the worst for their food quality cleanliness standards. And this was after I talked to him about Kroger Sushi. And he said, it's Burger King. (laughs) Thanks. Mm -hmm. And he said the best one, though, is Kroger Sushi Kitchen. No kidding, man. Kroger Sushi Kitchen is always the cleanest. But he said Burger King's the worst. Isn't that interesting? No. But but not that surprising. No. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, but not not surprising. But... Figured it had to be one of them. I mean, yeah. I didn't expect Kroger to have the cleanest, but when I do always, they have a sushi thing at the one by me too, and it's always just bright, shiny, spotless, clean. Spotless. Yeah. yeah. It's the most meticulous looking, you know, food station I've ever seen. Burger yeah. King always has like the big cloud of smoke above. Yeah. Grease smoke from above their mm. restaurant. You know what I'm talking about? It's not about? from burgers. It's probably from like just burning trash. Oh, yeah, or or just like the hood, you yeah. know, the the vent hood or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Tanked. And their 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 burgers even look bad too. They're supposed to be frame flame broiled, but they they look like they draw those lines on with like a brown marker or something. <laughs> it's supposed to look like it's on a grill, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it. I think they just take a brown marker and are like, yep. Jim, Jim. Burger King patties look like the the displays you see in a doctor's office with the fake food. Yeah, like they don't. They, they do. They really don't look real. They just <laughs> no, heat they up don't. plastic patties, and that's what you get. <laughs> but it's always like I don't go to Burger King a ton, but it's all I never trust that I'm going to have an okay experience there to oh, any level. Same. same. You know, I pull up. Um, I'm waiting for five minutes for somebody to talk to me. Then they do talk to me, and it's like, what do you mean chicken nuggets? What? Wait, you want five? Pe- we don't have five. I didn't say five piece. Six? You want six? We don't have them. We don't have. We ran out. No, wait. We got them. Hang on. It is like that, dude. It's like, am I your no, first customer this year? Nobody so like, knows what's going on. Were you not on. ready for me? Right. We're out of six pieces. We only have ten pieces. <laughs> We're out of chicken nuggets. We only have six piece chicken nuggets. Which one do you want? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like that. Although I tell you, their uh, their breakfast croissantwich, croissantwich, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. is is nice. Yeah, yeah, that'd be That's good. Nice. That's a nice menu item. I always get that when I can. Otherwise, I don't do Burger King during the daytime, outside of breakfast hours. Did either of you of guys course. have when you were kids? Did you do any kind of snow shoveling or lawn cutting in the neighborhood to get a couple bucks? Oh. I did snow shoveling all the time. Did you? I did my elderly neighbor's uh, driveway just pro bono, you know, <laughs> as a profession, as a young professional, <laughs> making it sound like it's legal pro counsel. Pro bono. <laughs> I provided her with a very high value service, pro bono. <laughs> but no, do you have, have, were you doing that as a kid, making some extra, extra um, side scratch? I think, yeah, I think we, me and my friend uh, would shovel some snow uh, here and there. And but I do definitely remember where I was cutting lawns in the neighborhood. I grew up in Detroit, 
So it was kind of a crapshoot on whose lawn I was going to be cutting or what they were going to be like. Um, I remember <laughs> one time this really nice family, like a younger family. I was probably like nine years old or something. And they're like, yeah, 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 sure. You can. Uh, yeah, we just need the, the front cut. My dad sent me off with our lawnmower. Right. And I show up to their house and and I start cutting the lawn. I'm get, I'm like right on the front edge by the sidewalk. My dad had lowered the lawnmower to the lowest absolute setting possible. <laughs> I'm on an angle. I, I mowed all of their grass clean off their lawn. There was nothing but a dirt patch there when I was done. He I'm did like, it to teach you a lesson. <laughs> it was a booby trap. That's why you got to jack up the height. Now you know. Um, Pay attention. Yep. Now go get your pork, pork shoulder. And... Uh, yeah, dude. I uh, there Throw was the pork shoulder. <laughs> now go cut the pork shoulder. Um, my uh, uh, or right across the street, there was another guy too, and his house is really pushed far back into his lot. Like he had no backyard, and again, this is just hmm. normal like suburb. So his house is pushed really far back. So he had so much grass to cut, and he was like yeah. one of my most loyal customers. But he couldn't have been any more weird. Any more weird. This guy looked like real life Elmer Fudd. And um he would he would just like stay in his house all the time. It was honestly probably a sketchy situation for me to be over there. But yeah, yeah. he looked like real life Elmer Fudd and stuff. And then he also he tried to get me to read this book that he had written about some hidden like gold treasure or something. Like this oh, guy. Wow. Yeah, like this guy for real believed in this gold treasure thing and he's like I made this book take it home. You know, I'm like, what is going on here? I'm nine. Yeah. I just cut your lawn. I'm sweating pretty bad. You look like Elmer Fudd. You stay in your house all the time. Your toilet doesn't work because I tried to use it and asked if I could use it and it didn't work. And then I just, and so I I just left. Number two in there. And, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then you just, yeah. And then you hand me a, a gold treasure uh, book that you wrote. This is all shaping up to be so normal. He had to pay you. That's how he paid you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm pretty this sure. Is as good as cash. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did try that, dude. Not even lying. Uh, the other day, a <clears throat> couple months ago, a few months ago, my next door neighbor, Jake, he's like our age. I was just telling him he's the one who got the lightsaber. His snowblower wouldn't start up. And he's like, hey, I usually do like my next door neighbor. So I was like, okay, I'll do yours. And then I'll go over there and do hers as well. Well, do his do those sidewalks. I'm like snow blowing the sidewalk as I'm getting to her house. I do hers. I get like one stripe, like one stripe and she's out there. This ticks me off, by the way. If I'm going to do like something nice, I yeah, just want to I just want to have my AirPods in and just keep listening to me. I don't want to talk about how nice it is that I'm doing this and you don't have to do this. No, seriously, you don't have to do this. Well, if you're going to do that, then just do the back too. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? It's snowballs. No pun intended. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So like she came out and she's like, you don't have to do this. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. All this stuff. She comes out later when I'm done and I'm about to like leave. And oh yeah, by the way, I don't do sidewalks because I'm not carrying a shovel around. So like, or I'm Ooh, sorry, yeah. porches. So I'll do the sidewalk okay. up to the porch. That's it. But anyway, she comes out of her garage. She walks up to me and she's like, thank you so much. She hands me a gift bag. And I'm like, thank you. And so I take it home. Um, you don't have to do that all the time. you say gift bag? Like a gift bag. Oh, like a like an empty gift bag. Like okay, yeah. But no, I, no. I pictured a gift basket for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, like Brain a gift glitch, like a gift bag. Yeah, brains broken. Like a small little uh, birthday thing bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tissue so paper kind of vibe. I get home, and <laughs> it's wrapped. <laughs> so I, I okay. So I open the gift bag, take the tissue paper out. I pull out this rectangle that's wrapped. Right, it's like a rectangular cube. I unwrap it, and all brick. it is. <laughs> it's not it's a brick. <laughs> it's a snowball. <laughs> All it snowball. is is a block of Velveeta cheese that was taken out of the yellow block and wrapped. <laughs> and I was like I was like, Monica, check this out. Like, I think this lady just legit made like homemade cheese. She's like, that's Velveeta. One hundred percent Velveeta. <laughs> oh my. Wrapping that up and putting it into a gift bag. <laughs> 
What is what's going on with you? What is this? The Civil War era, <laughs> dude. Like, I don't that, know like, what's with my neighbors. They did that. Like I snowblowed my other neighbor's house, and she brought and us. They gave a, you yeast or what? No, they, they, what, they, she brought me a gift bag, and in the gift bag, it was wrapped Skittles, wrapped M and M's in within the why, gift bag. Why are they parceling it out? That's the to make question. it look bigger, <laughs> to open more gifts. I don't yeah. know what it is. Bag of Skittles costs a buck twenty. Maybe, the wrapping paper tax. costs nine dollars. Yeah. The cheese, dude. That's the oddest gift. I, that's, that's the oddest so weird. thank you I've ever heard Isn't of in my whole funny, life. Even if, even if it had been in the packaging, still that would have been weird. But the fact that it was taken out and wrapped and wrapped. Yeah. I thought it was like some. Maybe she is. Maybe she knows how to make this crazy awesome cheese. No, nope. Monica's like, no, that's Velveeta nope. cheese. Like, like you can see the Velveeta logo. Right. As though it's hard to come by and and or like costly, like right, right, like safety a trip to the store or you can't that, get this stuff anymore. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. Like, like it's Civil War era yeah. where you can't get things like sugar. Give you a or, hunk of sourdough bread with a. Yeah. I, I wrap some preserves for you. <laughs> right. What if she right. knew something that we didn't? Like Velveeta was going to go out of business and all the cheese was going to be gone. And she's like, hang on to this. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Go buy a spaceship in 50 years with this. <laughs> yeah. Like in 10 years, I could have sold that block of cheese for like $10,000. You talk to a cheese collector 10 years from now and they're like, she gave you what? Antique. antique. Do you have it anymore? Like it's a Bitcoin type boom. Do you, well, do you have any? Do you know how much that would be worth now? There's a show called Antique Cheese. Tea, what, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Antique T-shirts, antique cheese show, road show, antique, antique cheese road show. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we've got a Swiss cheese that's now obsolete from the year eighteen ninety one. Yeah, my uh, my grandpa. At least this is the tale that was told. He was uh, snow blowing a woman's uh, uh, sidewalk and 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 everything, and being a nice man, and uh, she came and and gave him this gift, and uh, you know it was passed down through the generations and. <laughs> You know, we ended up finding it in the attic when we were uh, when we were rummaging through all the stuff, and you know, just whatever. Well, and, and this is carefully preserved in the original gift bag. That's right; it's not the original packaging. She, t- the the original owner, took it out of the original packaging, but it is preserved in this gift bag. Now, had this been in the original packaging, I mean, we're talking <laughs> the at, original uh, tens and tens of thousands. Did I mention? We'll start the bidding at a quarter million dollars. <laughs> Did I mention that? The the block of cheese was taken out of the cardboard, but it was still like vacuum sealed in the oh, plastic. Okay. It oh, wasn't well, like even better for the resale. It wasn't like cheese against wrapping even paper. Even better for the resale. <laughs> <laughs> well, take that to four hundred thousand yeah. starting bid. <laughs> Knowing that now, wow, that really drives see, it up. See, I was picturing it not in the pack, like the the vacuum seal packaging anymore. Same. And with her fingerprints in it, sick dude. <laughs> her face imprinted into it. <laughs> Monica, what's this? Can you tell what this is? She's like, that's a pr- imprint of a nose. <laughs> she uses a face mask, then wrapped it up. Took a bite out of it. You see the teeth, like teeth marks. <laughs> now you can have my dental records forever. <laughs> In case they can't find me. This is a gift that money can't buy. This is my dental records. <laughs> Your neighbor giving you their dental records as a thank you for snow blowing. <laughs> very reasonable, very logical gift. Extremely <laughs> even keeled, normal, expected, <laughs> common courtesy. Oh, that's great. Dude, oh, that's great. special. Do I talk about my, my aunt's uh, Christmas gift? Yes, you do. Yeah, I think it's time. Yes, you do. Oh, dude. Speaking of gifts, yeah. <laughs> Another character in my life. Um, so little little backstory to it. My mom was adopted when she was young. We didn't meet her actual mom and her three half siblings until roughly 2001. So we didn't really have any scope on, you know, what they were like or who they were or anything. So we met them. And um, one of my aunts, her name is Tracy. And... Um, at that point, the other two half siblings um, <laughs> that she had didn't have kids, and neither she, did she. So she had no scope of of like how to be an aunt or what 
what a nephew of my age would like at the age of, you know, 11 or 12 or something. And so I would always get the, the dude, the Christmas gifts and the birthday gifts were just just insane. Um, at first it was like, okay, this is acceptable. I mean, do I want this stuff? No, but is this acceptable? Is she trying to give me something cool? Maybe, but it would always be like XXXXL, uh, white t-shirts, uh, with like the Eminem's dress with Santa hats on them. I'm like, this will, this will easily fit over my twin bed as a sheet cover that this is how big it is. When am I going to wear this? Another time she got me. Uh, she's like really into like motorcycles and like rocking, you know, eighties hair bands and stuff. She thought I was too, for some reason. And then, so one year she got me this animatronic Santa who was riding a Harley. And when you would hit the button, it would rock back and forth and it would go born to be wild. You know, it'd sing the born to be wild songs, just rocking back and forth. Born to be Santa, which you always wanted. Yeah, I'm like 13 at this point, dude. So that, uh, so that's another gift. Yeah, get me a video game. Get me golden. Dude, or give something. me a gift card at this point. Give me cash. I beg of you. Um, so it was, it was like stuff like that. But the one that will always stick out in my mind, um, when I was, I don't know, 16 or something like that, maybe. I started getting really into I've always been a Red Wings fan, but I really started like pay, paying attention to hockey games and getting to know all the players. And like I was really into it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's the one thing that she clung on to was like, this guy loves the Red Wings. Here's my in. Right. He's obsessed. So we decide to do White Elephant one year. She has always persisted on doing White Elephant with us always every year. And <laughs> one year I ended up getting her or she ended up getting me. Just perfect. And so <laughs> this notorious great gift giver this has great me this God. year. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, we, we ended up having to my mom had to give our gifts to them because they had something going on. We had something going on. So we had to open up all their gifts on Christmas Day at my mom's. So we couldn't like see their reactions and everything, whatever. But so I get to my aunt's gift. And I can't really tell what it is, but I, I can see that it's like, it looks like the size of a picture frame. And then there's something like taped or attached to the top of it that's like separate. And <laughs> I'm like, I cannot wait. Everybody's cornered around me waiting to see what comes out of this package. The first thing is a white chocolate like sucker of a naked woman bust. <laughs> <laughs> It's like from the chest up, a naked woman in white chocolate on the end of a sucker. And I'm 15, maybe. What are you going to do? What am I? You can't eat it. Right, dude. No. (laughs) That was already shocking enough. The thing that was underneath it, though. (laughs) You thought that was a good gift. For Christmas. Hmm. Let's see. What have I gotten them so far? Let me think. Triple XL white M&M t-shirt. Okay, can't do that again. What about an animatronic Santa? No, I already did the animatronic Santa. Oh, look at this white chocolate bust. Hmm. Look at this white chocolate bust. That's a good one. Okay, let's get that. Just a little nice stocking stuffer. (laughs) My 15-year-old nephew. Right. So the thing that was underneath it, though, took the cake because, again, I was very much into the Red Wings. So she was trying to hone in on that. And her way of honing in on that was not to get me a jersey, was not to get me um, some cool framed photo of of Iserman with a side. Right. Nothing like that. Black with a card in it. Yeah. Nothing like that to where I I can be like, this is awesome. I'm going to hang this on my wall. No. Instead, what it was. And I'm not kidding you. It was a picture of her that she had taken with Darren McCarty when she met him at a bar in 2003. Uh, Let me repeat that. It was a framed photo of her with Darren McCarty in a bar from 2003. Not signed, not personalized, not with her cut out of the picture. Didn't say to Will, best wishes. Nothing. Taken on a disposable camera, probably at a bar. <laughs> yep. A dark Their bar. eyes are glowy. Darren like, McCarty has like two teeth red, in his yeah, mouth. It was a horrible quality. It had the date in there still at the bottom. It was just incredible. Oh, I oh could, my god! I couldn't believe that. Like, 
<sighs> how does how does your brain work like that to where you're you're like hmm what am oh. I gonna get him okay I have these two things perfect oh. he's all set for Christmas then white chocolate bust <laughs> of a naked woman and then a frame photo of me with Darren McCarty from the one time I met him in a bar five years ago. <laughs> yeah. and if you think about that like like oh. all the people that we've ever met right like mm-hmm. someone like famous or whatever. But let's oh, say like so I, I was with someone famous and I know you like them. I'm going to take a picture of them and gift it to you for Christmas. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah, here's a selfie <laughs> of me and Ben Gibbard from Death Cab. For, and I, here's a gift for you. Right. It's us. <laughs> As if I was going to take that and just display it in my room. Just be like, oh, oh man, I cannot wait for my friends and family to see this. Can't wait. Can't wait for them to pass this by and ask me about it. Um, hey, on, oh. kind of related to that, but didn't wasn't there a, a like a year where she was forgotten for White Elephant and it caused a major family rift? Yeah, my mom Uh-oh. hosted uh, our big family Christmas um, a few years ago, and <clears throat> again she persisted in stating that we have to do White Elephant. Our little group, you know, right? Our little group has to do White Elephant. Okay, so we do all that and, um, you know, we get to the point in the night where we're like, okay, well, we're going to sit down and do the white elephant exchange. All right, cool. So something happened. Somebody couldn't make it. I don't remember exactly how it played out, but the person, whoever it was that was supposed to have my aunt's name, Tracy's name, um, they uh, something got shifted around to where Tracy didn't get a gift. And I've never seen anyone explode like this in my life. <laughs> Yelling, <laughs> screaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no. upset. And didn't get a gift. Walked out. Didn't get a $15 gag gift. And <laughs> that was the end a, of the yeah. world. <laughs> didn't get a gift. That was under the last bucks. stop. Right. Oh that was gosh. that was the last straw for her. Oh, so, yeah. That's she, she waltzed out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that shows that the white elephant was very important to her. Yeah, and so it makes you look at the year so, that she got you the animatronic Santa, the XXXL, M and M's Santa hat shirt, yeah, the white chocolate bus, yep. the picture of her and Darren McCarty, yeah, those were like somehow like actual serious gifts. Yeah. Like she she put well she thought somehow out. put thought into that. Right. And that's what came well out. thought out. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Aunt Tracy, um, love you. Something happened yesterday that I noticed via text that my dad did. And when I noticed it, I was like, yeah, he does this often. So I'm wondering if you guys experience this too. Let's hear it. He said, ha ha, dot, 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 dot. Ha ha was also separated. So H-A space H-A and then dot, 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 dot. That means he's laughing, I guess, forever. Yeah, what? But all the periods were commas. Uh Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, (laughs) uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> like kid pics. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, oh, no. <laughs> that was one of the sound effects. Yeah. Um, ah, but yeah, so then I like went back in his text message thread. And at the end of every sentence, it's comma, 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 comma. Chameleon. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Chameleon, chameleon, chameleon. Comma, 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 I don't know if it's because at the, the distance in which he can see, you know, my dad can see perfectly, right? Like he's fine. Yeah. But maybe the comma looks like a that. period or something Dude, like that. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's not the only person of that age range to do that. I mean, I have worked with people. I've known people personally. I get an email from them. I get a text from them, whatever. And they're in the age range of 50 plus years old. They're, they're using commas as the period. They just are. Some of them I've even seen like use a semicolon. Like they'll put six semicolons in a row in the middle of a (laughs) sentence. And I'm like, did you, this is pretty unacceptable for you to think you can just throw six semicolons into the middle of a sentence. Yeah. That's, That's a period oh. and a comma together. Um, and it's just, I don't, I don't get it. What is with older people and, and not being able to, to text seamlessly or type seamlessly? Yeah. And At you can point. just tap space bar twice. That's it, man. And it makes the period for you. That's it. I, I have, um, my mom works 
you know, in a, a, a white collar environment, in a corporate environment, email communication all day long. So I know she knows how to, to write and compose stuff. But when it comes to the phone, oh man, sometimes I'll have to be like, mom, I need a translation on what you just said. <laughs> what, what, there have been times in the not so distant past where I'm like, I genuinely don't understand what you're asking. Yeah, <laughs> right. Trying to think of an example. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, 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 well, I might not be able to. She's really gotten her act together, and she's a faithful and loyal listener to this. So true. Hi, mom. We love Cheryl. Love you. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Um, dude, my S. my aunt's favorite thing to do is to do voice to text, Ooh. and it couldn't be any further from what she said versus what comes through in the text. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm stopping by. She wants to say like, hey, I'm stopping by the store. Do you need anything? Because I know that you ran out of milk or it, it's first of all, when she when she does it, it's never it's never a quick little five word sentence. She is uh, saying like a, two long paragraphs worth of text as if she's leaving you a voicemail. Yes. So there's so <laughs> much room for error in there to the point where it just becomes unreadable. I mean, it becomes a waste of a text. I have to ask her constantly. It's like, hey, I was seeing if you were going to the, you know, this is the way it comes through. She's asking me if I want something from a grocery store. Let's say, hey, I saw today at stop sign if you want to go milk, period. <laughs> Any time is after free. And now now it's nine and forever. And then <laughs> milk. Are you, are you to five or are you seven? She goes to record. <laughs> I'm on my way over. Let me know if you want me to pick anything up from the store. And it translates to we, the people in order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> You're like, <"Huh?" laughs> She's like, exactly what I said. I'm picking up groceries. Do you want anything? <laughs> it comes through as a speech from independence day. Um, that's Dude, great it's bad comes through as the transcript uh, the the script of jurassic park <laughs> clever girl shoot her enter um, velociraptor um yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, it's so we bad got dots in here uh, sorry <laughs> and i i just have to continuously tell her as do any of my other family members or friends that have to you know text back and forth it's like please just just Try not to do the voice to text if you don't have to, because yeah. it's trying to decipher a code here, right? I have to put yeah. a team of specialists on this thing to understand what you're trying to ask me. Totally. And also, you know what's a good middle ground for that is just the voice note. Just mm -hmm. sending a voice memo oh, yeah. in the chat. Dude, <clears throat> I do that, that all nice. the time. I don't know if she knows that exists. I need to point that out to her. Yeah, yeah that that could be a good option. That could really change things, yeah. honestly. Um. Yeah. But I understand it is it can be tough to voice the text because you start a sentence and you yeah. don't really know where it's going. Right. Oh, yeah. And then you trail yep. off and, and you, you have to up. say like period or yeah. comma. Yeah. You're like, well, I was going to see if you want. What was I going to see? Wanted to. And then it says wanted <laughs> twice. And great. Yes. Now it's a waste. I have to start from scratch. But yeah, um, and turns it comes out as I have a dream that one day. <laughs> Why is it always these epic speeches? Um, Emancipation Proclamation gets the, translated. In Dude, one of them. Yes, it's a Gettysburg speech from Lincoln. It comes through. <laughs> I was just asking if you're going to pick up the kids from daycare. Um, Did you not understand when I said we the people? I was asking if you wanted me, a person, to pick up those people. We the people. If you wanted me, a people, to pick up those, we, dude, I don't know what's... Then it becomes we the people. Did you not understand that? <laughs> now that is so stupid. The iPhone knows that. It takes your words and reforms them to that. Oh, it's great. Did you want me to pick them up from school? And then Siri just comes through. Did you mean to type out the Emancipation Proclamation? <laughs> yes. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> remember when I used to do Today I Learned? Yeah. yeah, you might remember as well billiards. I might, I, I, I would sometimes sneak those in. Remember, um, you remember. Did you know that in? Um, so today I learned when you see actors smoking cigarettes in movies, they're often smoking herbal cigarettes, which contain other plants like lettuce or tea leaves instead of tobacco. Did you know that? No, I figured Did that they weren't real. Thing? I figured they weren't real. I, I never gave any thought to that other than like, man, like shows like Mad Men and stuff where they're just 
constantly cigarette smoking. is in a hand or mouth at all every all second times. of that show. Yeah, I've heard people say who either smoke or used to smoke that that is watching that show is like it, it, it initiates craving. Yeah. Wow. Does it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big time. I could see that. Big time. Yeah, because it was just it was it. It wasn't, I don't know, if you see somebody light up a cigarette in like a show, a modern show or modern, it's like, I don't know, it's a faux pas because it's, everybody's obviously very against, most people are against, you know, cigarettes and smoking and all that stuff, right? But like you watch it from back then and it's like every, people were smoking in offices and bathrooms on airplanes. Airplanes, yeah. It was part of the experience of just living in the 50s, you know, Mm -hmm. at every moment you're just lighting up. So yeah. It's like that in Japan. Yeah. The Japanese love to smoke. Smolk. They they love to smolk. Smog. <laughs> Today I learned that Hans Zimmer, who does who's the composer for many Christopher Nolan films and some other stuff, but mm-hmm. Nolan and Zimmer are like their boys. They do a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Today I learned that Hans Zimmer deliberately used a broken piano for the score of Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes to make it sound like something you would hear in a pub. Mm. It's interesting. It's kind of cool. Broken piano. I wonder if that's just slightly detuned or if it's totally just like the keys don't even work and it just sounds like no no pitch or no the title tone track is just you just hear the pedal squeaking. He went to for it. Yeah. Yeah, you hear the pedal squeaking. It ends up sounding like drumline or. That's so stupid. (laughs) Today I learned about mega esophagus, a disorder in dogs that often necessitates them eating from a high chair. Makes a dog have to eat in the high chair. Yeah. Interesting. Have you heard about that one? I've seen those videos, yeah, of dogs getting into high chairs and then the owner has to like close the little front part on them and then they just like sit, like stand up or I don't know, they're sitting up while they eat. This is the picture that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. There's like a, like a bulldog makes me just really like, mad. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yes, dude. Why is this happening? Because they just of, have a disorder in their esophagus. Yeah, they can't like oh. swallow food if they're leaning over the bowl I or whatever. See. So yeah, they have to sit up. So they basically get into like what looks like a child's high chair situation, and then like a, a bib, and it infuriates it like me. It. Yeah, I'll that's have messed to up. A picture of that. Mm-hmm. Making a note. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it makes you mad, Will? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's Curious. cute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm triggered. No one gets cute aggression for, toward dogs quite like you. You know, like... It runs deep. It's just, it yeah. Boils you see deep. A, a dog doing cute or human things, mm-hmm. and it literally makes you want to strangle them. I you can't, are a big yeah, dog I guy. Well, yeah, I can't separate in my mind the joy and the anger they no, just you can't. They mesh into you one can't. and anger dominates. And I, I get, relate to that, man. Yeah, I get very, very angry when dogs do anything remotely cute like that. Oh, when I see dogs <laughs> doing things like like human jobs, like when I see or when I see dogs doing like work, mm-hmm. like herding cattle mm-hmm. or or like bringing their own or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get I get mad. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. I get furious. What if you see a dog on an airplane? Do you think it's cool that they can come too? I l- if, I, w- I wish the flight attendants were dogs. <laughs> Why don't you just tr- train a bunch of golden retrievers? <laughs> Delta, it's going to save you money. Um, yeah. Spirit, if you want to turn things around for your company, listen right now. <laughs> yeah. Fire right. all your staff, maybe even a pilot or two, and hire just a trove of golden retrievers. Yes. Train them to walk on their hindquarters. <laughs> yep. Ruff, ruff, Jack and Coke. Ruff. <laughs> You see it pouring, just with a paw, <laughs> pouring stuff, handing, handing the glass to a customer. <laughs> just the balancing paw. on their paw. A dog somehow reaching across an entire aisle of people to get to the person <laughs> in like the window seat. Handing handing them the drink like this. <laughs> Doing the balancing motion with their the paws to put the seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> Shutting the overhead bins. <laughs> but that's why they can walk in their hind quarters. They can they can reach it, dude. That's great. And that's where they sleep. They sleep in the overhead bins. Um, <laughs> imagining a dog piloting an aircraft. It's seven forty seven. Yeah. All the gears and controls and everything somehow hey. 
They know. We've ta- we've talked about the driving dogs before with this program mm-hmm. that some college or some government somewhere was trying to teach dogs how to drive. And the <laughs> video clips from that are so funny. And I, I think we've discussed it on the podcast before, but I mean dogs doing human stuff yeah. like you see a dog's there's a close-up of like a dog's paw pushing a shifter <laughs> <laughs> to like put it into gear and it, even Dude. knowing what a shifter is or what each gear it's, means it's ridiculous <laughs> oh it's great that's funny <laughs> dogs driving <laughs> i typed it in and it said doug's driving my <laughs> dog's <dad>. driving <laughs> Doug is driving. Uh, today I learned that the XF. Today I learned about the XF eighty four H airplane, which was so loud it caused ground crew members to throw up. <laughs> Just throwing up. Have you ever heard something so loud? <laughs> Even with your hearing protection and everything, I've never thought that those two things that that like throwing up would be a a hearing reflex or like vice versa rather right yeah mm. same you know yeah 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 you want you want to go see the planes fly over a dtw yeah sure okay let's go that one comes and just <laughs> <laughs> did you bring the airborne no i'm not getting on the plane no well it's not for that it's for you could get stomach sick <laughs> when you hear how loud this thing is <laughs> dude wonder if that's oh. ever happened at like a concert yeah i wonder man i used to go to concerts and stand by the front wall of speakers oh yeah i can't believe i used to do that oh i had when no I, regard when i hear anything like that now i'm like oh it, it hurts it physically hurts my ears yeah, yeah. isn't I that have... weird because what? like we would get annoyed at our parents and stuff like that when they're like it's too loud or whatever yeah but that's real now i feel that yeah i feel that um especially the bassy stuff like Bassy stuff is what actually does like the real long term damage to your mm-hmm. your ears. Makes yeah. the inner ear hairs that are responsible for like transmitting sound energy, sound waves into sound that your brain can register, makes those little hairs fall out. Hmm. And and so by hearing Maybe you get them regenerated from that plane if a, that plane flies over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> ear hair implants. <laughs> yeah i got hair plugs the other day oh for i don't see them they look great I, yeah no 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 in my ears <laughs> no, i got them in my ears because i can't hear anymore and now i can seven hundred fifty thousand coming dollars. out of somebody's ears <laughs> they style it uh. <laughs> i'm going to cancun next week see the braid job i got <laughs> Came back from spring break, got cornrow ear cornrows right here. <laughs> That's great. That look good blonde. <laughs> yeah, that guy has an ear canal mullet. Uh, <laughs> ear canal mullet. I um, I watched uh, Jordan. I I know you've seen this, Will, but Jordan, have you seen Jim and Andy on Netflix? No. It's the uh, documentary about Jim Carrey making the movie about Andy Kaufman in the 90s, right? Was it the 90s, Will? Yeah. Early 2000s, maybe? Yeah, late, yeah. Andy Kaufman, the comedian. It's on Netflix right now. Hmm. And Jim Carrey idolized and and thought this comedian, Andy Kaufman, who was dead by the time the movie was uh, made, was so brilliant that Jim Carrey went into character for the entire time that he was making the film like, like even, even outside the scene mm-hmm. even when they weren't rolling <laughs> he was in character the whole time the, he, he would only respond to andy and whenever whenever anyone would ask him you know about jim he'd be like jim's not here i don't know jim's not here yeah yeah it was that really, seems it's, crazy. it's really wild and it's a funny concept but it, he, he just did it so well and he lived it he lived and breathed being andy yeah. Dang, and, and one of Andy's characters as well. Such a skill. <laughs> I know Jim Carrey's brilliant, man. Yeah, he is. I think he's done, right? It seems that way. After the after the last Sonic or something like that, he said he was done. Sonic was the <laughs> that was the chapter. That was the. I think the, it was 
I think the it conclusion was. of the whole acting career. <laughs> Sonic. I think it that was, was a dude. crescendo for him. Was What's that? He was Dr. Robot. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, either it's come out or it's about to come out, I think. I heard, because I saw him in a thing. He's like, I have enough, I've done enough, and I am enough. And that's like, and it was at like some sort of Sonic interview. Wow. Yeah. He's definitely changed and evolved as the years have gone on. Like Jim Carrey that we grew up with, who was doing the, you know, mask and dumb and dumber and like all these huge comedic roles, like obviously a comedic comedy icon. Yeah. But as time has gone on, he's like completely almost denounced like Hollywood and acting and all this superficiality that comes along with it. Yeah. He's yeah. completely different than he was, you know, 20 years ago. So, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's a brilliant actor, but. I, I, I heard someone quote him just yesterday, in fact, and they said that Jim Carrey said, I wish that everyone could become rich and famous so that they could see that it's not what it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's really disillusioned, I think, with like you were saying, Will, with Hollywood and kind of what it stands for and yep. the just the the whole fame game, the the celebrity status and stardom. I think he's just totally over it. I think he would just rather make art that's meaningful to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And not even just like acting, because I think he paints. He, he like he he does. paints stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. He can ride um, off in the sunset. Yeah. He he in that so in this documentary, Andy, the the you know, the comedian who he was playing, Andy, um, who had passed away, his actual family came to set, like to see some of the filming, and were like talking with with um Jim Carrey as Andy on set, and you know, he was being Andy. And it was like actually like therapeutic for them. You wow. know? No kidding. Like even, like even Andy's dad was like, so, you know, like, how, how, how have you been, Andy? I, I miss you. I'm really proud of you, you know, which is something apparently he never said to Andy. Mm. He's Whoa. like, I always wish I would have told you sooner, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. And Jim was like, he acted, you know, yeah. he was like in the role. It was believable. It was really wild. That's wow. crazy. Really crazy stuff. Yeah. Anyway, you should check it out. It's called. Uh, is it called Andy, Andy and, and Jim or Jim Andy, and Andy? Jim and Andy. Yeah. Jim and Andy. Yeah. yeah I'll watch really it. awesome. I mean, just world class um, acting and talent and passion and art. Yeah. I'll watch it. Would you please? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. do a watch party. I wish we could, man. I wish we could do a stouting off like watch party of something that's not, but it's copyrighted. You know. Or else we could stream something on here and we could be like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and just comment the whole <laughs> just time. Just see the back of our heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember that show, Jord? Mystery Science. It was usually in black and white and it was like a, it would be a, the, it would be shot from basically the back of like a movie theater. Looked uh-huh. like an old movie theater. They would show an old movie and in the theater would be a human being and two puppets, like a robot puppet and like an alien oh, puppet. Oh yeah. I think I remember seeing that. And they would just, talk smack about they would just rip on whatever movie is on <laughs> and that's the whole show and it's funny stuff yeah let's do that <laughs> but co- what about copyrights though should we just throw costumes they don't matter and go for it they don't matter. yeah no it'll yeah. get taken down immediately um but there's probably got to be a way maybe even even when we before we did the new intro song track that you made jordan like even before then when you got when we were using like royalty free music all of our youtube videos were getting flagged for copyright i'm like dude it's a it's a 20 second song snippet that was grabbed from a royalty free website and like who cares yeah you know yeah. We're not- i actually licensed it actually you did yeah i licensed then why it why is it getting flagged i'm going to write i'm going to write youtube i switched com- <laughs> i switched companies for like i went from soundstripe to musicbed and so I canceled the Soundstripe, and that's when we got flagged. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it was technically on me, but... Well, that's... Well, then I'm going to write you instead. That's the play. I'm not going to write you, you a letter. A complaint letter. I'm not going to write you... YouTube a letter. Because <laughs> they copyright. <laughs> yeah, that's on me, I think. That's okay. So did I hear you guys are going to the driving range today? Yeah, right after yep. this. 
Will, describe for me your golf game in, in three words. Describe for me your golf game in three words. Confidence. Rage. <laughs> sweat. I like that. <laughs> that could be the title of like a, a documentary about just like anything in your life. You could just call it that. Confidence. Rage. Sweat. Making a Woodington. <laughs> Will Confidence. Woodington. It's going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> yes, that's a good call. <laughs> Confidence. Rage. Sweat. Rage sweat. Rage um, sweat. So, what are your thoughts going into the driving range today? Like, what are you thinking? What's what's what are you targeting? What are you hoping to accomplish? I uh, I need to tune some stuff up. I'm, due sure. for, I'm well overdue for a tune up, and uh, you know, Jordy here is definitely great for that. And uh, got to figure out the swing because we got the just a couple more weeks here till we're off playing uh, in the Mooksters. We're so. playing at a very very nice couple of courses. Yeah. And it's going to be very funny. Yeah. Um, so I got to be sharp as well. You know, like you and I are, um, we're the worst players. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not. Um, <laughs> we're the worst players. I mean, yeah. I, I won't even say worst. We are the worst, but it's, it's only because we're the most inexperienced. Correct. That's it. Um, we're not the worst people. Right. But I, Chase. so, it, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chase is. No, I'm kidding. Chase is the best actually. And he's I saw funniest. him yesterday for his birthday. Um, yeah, that's nice. And uh, yeah, so on the course, I can definitely biff some shots. You know, I played my first round since August or September of last year, just this past Sunday. And yeah, I couldn't really string uh, anything together, but um I would rather get those bad shots out on the range. But even when I've been at the range, I've made horrible shots who have put people's lives in danger. <laughs> even though the people, there's no people ahead of me, right? Yes. The people within 20 yards to the left or the right of me, they're in danger. And I need to make that presently clear anytime I go to the range. Because I've I've hit a ball like off the end of my club or something like that. And then it's hit the metal gate. Yeah, yeah. Next to me, and then bounced, you know, behind me or whatever. I've almost killed some people. I think, yeah, you know, pretty confident. So, no, I've no place is safe. Golf. Yeah, when I have a golf club, when I'm swinging at a ball, no one is safe around me. <laughs> Just plain and simple. Jordan, what are you thinking as you go, as you approach the, um, as the road to the golf trip begins, and as you go to the the range today? I mean, you're just. You're already dialed in, right? You're just getting shaken off some rust and just stretching, basically. Yeah, right? I think it's just, yeah, I mean, biggest thing about golf is repetition and like doing something over and over and over and over again. Sure. Not necessarily changing it every time, but just getting that muscle memory. Yeah. And I haven't swung a club. Like I've been to the range twice this year and I've golfed once since. October? When was that tournament that we played in? No, that was the summer. Yeah. It was like August. Yeah, you August. You guys played in a tournament? Tour de Livonia that Joseph put on but couldn't even oh. be in attendance for, unfortunately. Yeah, Will Wait, and I... He put the event together but couldn't be there? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, on that just day. Like, it was a three-day event. He couldn't be there on Saturday. Oh, oh right? yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. I see. I think we only went on the last, last day. Yeah. It was that well, Sunday. Oh, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it was good, though. We played on a team together. We played Whispering Willows. I think we dang near won. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, we came close. I mean, I was your caddy, but yeah. No, you weren't. You made good shots. I'm sure you did, Will. Yeah, you did. Caddy. Don't sell but, yourself short. <laughs> eh, caddy. But uh, Whispering Willows, yeah. That, no, it was fun. It was a good day. Um, yeah, and so caddy. And um, so, um, I mean, but yeah, overall anyway, caddy. And, I'm uh, the no, caddy I now. Yeah, no, it was, on a, it was on a Sunday. Yeah, it was a tour de la Vanya. I was a caddy. And anyway, so you were saying. Um, <laughs> I've been a caddy for a golf tournament before you, for our buddy Joel. I and could, no one else in this tournament had a caddy. It was I was the only <laughs> caddy out there. It's and awesome. Basically, I was just his cart It's such buddy a perfect out. role for you, though. Such it a is, perfect dude. role. Had great pictures and stuff. Um, and it was just fun. He would hit the ball in the green. We'd, we'd get up to the green. He'd mark his ball, throw me his ball. I'd polish it off with the <laughs> towel. That's great. Toss it back to him. It was great. Wow. 
help him read putts, even though I'd never been on, I'd only been on a golf course one time before that. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah, I think this is left to right. He's like, no, 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 no. It's hard right to left. It doesn't go right at all. You get your directions. Like, yeah, that's mixed what up. I was gonna. Well, would you let me finish? Right, that, that's what I was ending up. Yeah, at. looks left to right. I said <laughs> looks, but it's actually. Hey, I um, I've got, I've just seen over the past couple of months, a handful of friends who have gone separately to, uh, Disney, like, the Star Wars Disney area at Disney. Mm-hmm. Apparently, mm-hmm. there are different parks. Because I went this past September with a bunch of Disney enthusiasts, and we went to, I believe it's Magic Kingdom. Dude, it was boring. It was... The most exciting thing we did was It's a Small World, after all, which is like a float, floating ride through a thing. Right. And then I get home, and I'm like, over the next couple of months, I'm seeing friends go to the Star Wars thing. I'm like, that's it, Disney? Where was that? Why didn't we go on... <laughs> turns out it was a different park but i'm like it, the people who booked the tickets for us i'm like if you know me at all why did you send me to the to it's a small world after all <laughs> instead of star wars and cool like harry potter and stuff they sent you to yeah. a ride that's been around for 70 years i know the only thing i liked about that was that it was air-conditioned and it you know it was oh, hot that outside. Is perfect, so I was yeah. like, oh it's nice you know it's nice yeah yeah but the star wars thing at disney looks so cool is that at universal or disney it's Disney because Disney owns Star Wars. Okay. And like also owns Marvel. So like there's Marvel stuff Marvel there. Stuff. Yeah. What about uh, the Harry Potter? Is that at Universal Studios? That, that actually comes to think of it might be Universal. Okay. Yeah. So Harry or uh, so Star Wars is at Disney. Yeah. Huh. It, have you guys seen stuff like like pictures and videos from that? Yeah. I think oh, so. It looks magnificent. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. Oh, even like the way that you wait in line there, the way like you, as you go through the line, it's like you're on this, you're there. That's mm. pretty crazy. My oh next my door neighbor God. went, got like a lightsaber thing. So it was like 250 bucks. The like 90 year old guy? No, the other one. <laughs> no, he's our age. Yeah, I don't know. He, Big Disney enthusiast? Big theme park guy? <laughs> my old neighbor who can't speak English. <laughs> The first went by himself. The first day, just for, <laughs> for, he's got the lightsaber clipped to his his pants at all times. I, the first day when I when you moved in here, and I came over, he was out outside, and it was hot, right? Oh yeah, it was hot. Yeah, it was end of hot. July. End of July, he's at this guy is outside mowing his grass in like what I would assume he would have worn into the office in his job in 1959. Yeah. It was like a full button-up shirt, slacks, dress shoes. Yep. Tucked in. Yeah. Yep, tucked in. And not a drop of sweat probably. Kind of like a cardigan with the with the train hat. That That's yeah. his vibe every day. I don't wow. understand how old people aren't just constantly overheating. They're like super I Greek. Ah, oh, wow. Dude, I love that. I love, I'll, I probably won't ever be that, but I, I like, I think it's so cute when like, you know, older elderly people like dress up just to go to the gas station or just mm-hmm. to yeah go to the hardware real quick to pick up a screwdriver, or just simple errands around town. Right. Yeah. And they're like, they're in, they're all dressed up and they got their nice leather shoes on and stuff. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah. They're just mowing put together. the lawn in dressed up stuff is cute, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I go and I'm one article of clothing away from being in my pajamas, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, like, yeah. Me too. Summer months, I I am never not in like some kind of athletic short and t-shirt. Right. Period. Yeah. I mowed the lawn the other day. It was awesome. First time in. It does feel good to get that first cut out. Seven months. Yeah, that is nice. I have been doing my lawn too. This time of year, it grows fast. And then the summer months, I only need to cut it like once every two months. But this time of year it's growing fast and I in a couple areas in my yard I put the mower all the way down and trimmed it very very short and I'm practicing chipping from there yeah nice mm-hmm. nice right yep you give that a try you look like you have or your lawn looks like it's pretty nice because you look like you got a nice lawn <laughs> you look like <laughs> you've got a nice like the lawn. type of guy with a nice lawn yeah I could I you uh, look like, like the type of guy who tucks in his shirt to mow the lawn <laughs> <laughs> um good sewed guys 
episode 55. Can you believe it? No. We've already done it. No. We've no. already done 55 episodes. Will, you've been in what? Eight now? 89, 90. Track? Yeah. Eight, nine, 10, <laughs> 50, 54, Four, 55? Six. He's a good addition, isn't he? He is. Addition. E-D-I-T-I. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good revision. He's a good episode. He's a good... Yeah, you are a good addition, man. Thank you. I've always tried um, to be a good episode my whole life. Love the boys. Listeners, viewers, love you most importantly and most of all. Thanks for listening to the Stouting Off Podcast, episode 55. Catch you next time. Bye.